Okay, so then in New Mexico, I'm, uh, I end up having, I'm not going to say the guy's name because I'm not so sure that like he's cool with me saying his name. I'll ask him and maybe ask him if he wants to be on the show. But, um, so I end up talking to one of my friends and, and one of my friends introduces me to another one of his friends. And this guy was in the military his whole life. He was, he was in the air force and I was like, Oh, okay. Like he's in his, um, I don't know how old he is. He's older. He's like in his late sixties or early seventies or something. And, uh, I, I say, oh, okay. So what did you do in the military? And he's like, oh, I was a paper pusher. I used to, I worked for the freedom of act or freedom of information act. So I just like did a bunch of stuff with, you know, just like did paperwork. And I was like, uh, okay. So did you ever run into any UFOs? Cause of course that's the question you ask when you talk to somebody like that. Yeah. And he like start, he kind of like laughs. He like looks at me and he goes, yeah, a few. And I was like, oh, pray tell. And he was like, oh, well, the one of most significance was I was stationed in Bentwater in 1980. And I was like, oh, the Rindlesham Forest one? And he was like, you've heard of it. And I was like, because that's basically like the Roswell of the UK. And um, there was a craft. There was three guys that went and found it. Like one guy had all these like weird like hieroglyphic languages that he wrote for a long time after encountering wow. this thing. And so this- Ooh, dude, I see those languages yeah i, I think uh, i'm pretty sure sh- I'll, I'll see what i can find on the actual languages of it um anyway he goes like which something i didn't really know about this i i knew about the three guys encounters because linda moulton housed and a lot on them but um he goes well a lot of the paper, even when it came to me at my clearance, was a lot of blacked out stuff. He's like, but I can say for sure we did keep the craft and we kept it for reverse engineering. And there was two beings found aboard and they were taken alive. Wow. Ooh, that gives me chills. I didn't know they were Yeah. And alive. I was just wow. like, what? Uh, okay. And so, uh, that's something I had never heard. And he was just like, he was like, I mean, that's what, I, that, that, that's what I read. So he's like, that's in the official documents that like came across my desk. So he's like, you know, that's for sure. Then he said something, I was like, well, have you ever got to see any of the aliens or anything? And he was like, well, no, the closest I've come is to the portal in the Manzanos, like the portal in um, when, and that's like the mountain range right behind, um, close to the Albuquerque Air Force Base. It's where the Sandia Labs is. So he says that Sandia Labs goes 30 miles into the mountain. And that's where like our nukes and stuff like that are kept. But he's like, there is, he's like, there's, I'm not sure how many levels of clearance. He's like 20 or 30 or something. But like there was a certain, he says there's a Stargate. He's like, there's a portal in there and that beings come in and out all the time and that we work with them. And he was like, so the thing is, he's like, do you think that we went from like, I don't know, and whatever, like 120 years, we went from horse and buggy to, you know, having the world's information at our fingertips in a phone. Um, by ourselves. By, by ourselves. Like, so we, for, so for thousands and thousands of years, we were basically like, like if you, if you time traveled from, 1800 to 1300 you know right, your, your dress would be different but like 
Yeah. You know, not much is happening. Not that much different. Like, but if you traveled from, yeah. And he, he was just like, you think we just did that all by ourselves? And I, and I, I mean, like, of course I don't kind of, but then he was like, he's like, consider this 80% of the world's patents come out of New Mexico. Oh, no way. Like, of the world. That. And I was like, I didn't know that either. And he goes, he goes, so I need to fact check that. Cause I'm not even sure that's true. But like, according to him, he's like, he's like, Bill Gates started Microsoft in Albuquerque. Um, you know, Jeff Bezos is from out. Like, he's like, what, like, he's, he's like, you have to realize like all lot, like uh, the patents start here. Wow. And he's oh, like, yes, he's like, that's awesome that you're going to be living there. <laughs> right. So I was that's just awesome. Like, okay, cool. And he was just like, he's like, that's all I can say. Yes. Like, but yes, I do know people who've gotten to interact with them. And I do know of the portal. Wow. And I was like, that's well, great. I didn't even know there was a portal. So thanks for telling me that. Right. Oh, that's awesome. That is great information. Yeah. And you heard it first here. <laughs> that's extraordinary. Um, that's so cool. And, and the portal thing, okay, going back to the portal underground and this 30 mile down these chambers, you know, we've all heard, well, you've heard stories of this, these elevators that go down and down and down and these super fast trains that are underground um, from one end of the country to the other. And I think that that's all part of that system. Mm -hmm. But then it just goes, it just reminded me back of Chaco Canyon or people going down into the earth and, or the ant people, like you were saying. Well, it's like Dolce, Dolce, New Mexico is not that far from, from um, Chaco Canyon. It's North New Mexico. And that's where yeah, we, we've we've shared that video with each other before. It's like the guy whose hand got melted off by some alien because like him and his friends like busted through some cave system and some like uh, ant people like. I, shot I remember this. Guns. Oh yes, I do remember yeah, that. Yeah, because remember I was like, why would well why would you break into someone's home, shoot them, and then they shoot you back, and you're mad at them? Right, like and that, then you say they're the aggressive ones. And they're the aggressive ones. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of how that story read to me. It was like. Yeah, we drilled into their cave system and then we saw some of these aliens and we started shooting at them and they blocked our shots and one melted my arm. That's why I have like one finger. I don't know. I can't remember what the guy's name is. is and, and like, he's kind of like, yeah, so they're, they're violent. I'm like, I don't know if I would call that. <laughs> it's called defense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I think we killed one wow. of them. Oh, okay, cool. Well... Uh, but that's so that that that's um that's not far from there. And then that Emory Smith and a lot of other people say that they worked for Kirtland Air Force Base and Sandia Labs, and that there's a bunch of stuff underground there, and that there's aliens there. That's that's a common notion. Well, I, I have a question for you about the aliens that he said were taken alive, and he said that that was true. Yeah. Um, the Freedom of Infor- Information Act would be able to give additional information about that, or of course, like he I said, think, it's already well, so come to blacked out. He it it came to him already blacked out, but he has to send it on further to his thing. So, uh, so basically, like, I don't, I, I, uh, like. I don't know what is public access right now, but yeah, that's funny if it's Freedom of Information Act and it's not even really. Of course. Yeah, you know. Well, it's um, always been like that. I mean, de- declassified plus, you know, declass something becomes declassified and it's all blacked out anyway. They're only going to declassify. But interestingly, today there's there's a lot of articles been put out, including in a, a very well um, respected newspaper called La Jornada in Mexico that said 
um, that, that there's probably, I forgot how many races of other beings. Um, have you seen that article? No, -uh. send it That's, to me. Yeah, well, it's just, uh, this one was in Spanish, but uh, so I was like, oh, oh, they, they estimate that there's 36 civilizations, extraterrestrial civilizations in the Via Lactea, which I'm not really sure Via Lactea in, in English, I suppose, is something very similar. Hmm. So anyway, that's today's news. So it's, oh, it's today's it's, news. Very interesting. Yeah. I mean, I, I've heard there's something in the 70s, and then I've also heard there's something in the 180 that we're in communication with. But then you hear people as low as saying that we're only in contact with three. So yeah. I don't know. But yeah, it's hard to tell. It's really, there's so much information and none of it's None of it's clear. I don't know if we're ever going to know. I don't truths. know if we're ever going to know either. And then it's like, if it weren't for me having seen weird anomalous stuff myself, I would think that like this would all be easily um, dismissible. Debunked. And yeah, so yeah. like, I don't, I don't fault people when they think I'm crazy or when they think that like, um, you know, that this is like outlandish because right. it, it is all like hearsay, hearsay, hearsay. Right. Like a little more hearsay on your hearsay. Um, yeah. But, but at the very least, most people have had some weird experience, even if it's been with a ghost or something that's not exactly. quite as at that large level. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's, I was like telling my cousin today, I was just like, you know, our entire world is like some giant, like, don't look at this. Look at, look at here. Look at here. Don't look at, don't look over there. Don't look over there. Look over here. Look over here. I mean, and, and it's just like, you'll be like, well, what are dreams? Oh, nothing, nothing. They're just your, th those are nothing. Your brain just, it's just, just um, neurons flying off life. to processing the days. Uh, nothing. We don't know what they are. They're just, they're stupid. They don't mean anything. They're, is it real? No, it's not real. It's just, it's just your imagination, you know? And it's, it's like, like what science is only at, like repeatable things that can be tried and true tested all the time and then some of this stuff just isn't so right yeah, yeah and the th and also i was just thinking about the dreams i was kind of like daydreaming about the dreams thing because <sighs> the dreams you know we have we have our analytical and our our logical brain our conscious brain during the day just trying to understand and, and interpret what a dream is in a completely different language and dreams just have a have a unique language that our regular brain is trying to understand and using its own lens to process it but it's it's like you can't really and it's kind of like you understand it at the time you just don't understand how to communicate it when you wake up and then it fades from you right exactly it's very fast yeah there's just like a little window of opportunity that you can actually utilize the dream and its meaning I had the coolest dream the other night. I was like, all of a sudden I realized I could like put, pick my feet up and then they would stay up. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm dreaming and I can fly. And then I started teaching everybody around how to fly. And I was like teaching people basically how to be like little Peter Pans and stuff. And it was just oh so liberating. What? No, I, I, I had a very similar dream. I wasn't teaching people, but all I would have to do is go like this. Whoosh, just like go right up and like hover. And I mean, I float Yeah, like you can kick before. off. <laughs> yes, I could take off exactly. Like I was in control of it in my dream. It wasn't a sub. It wasn't a, um, lucid a what's dream. it called? It wasn't like a lucid dream. No, but it was. It was a dream that I was very aware of how to do it. I was like, look, you just go. Whoosh, you just yep. go up and you can like hover by the top of a tree. <laughs> but it reminded me of that. Yeah, because like, it was like Peter Pan, like darting around. 
yeah cool that's kind of how I was doing that and and like I and I was I was trying to get a feel for it and try I was really examining how to to do it well enough and then I started teaching other people I saw in my dreams I'd be like okay now try and and like it was kind of like being nil in the matrix like they all were like oh know why you're flying how are you flying like well how are you doing that and I'm like you can do it too come on do this just think of a happy thought or not really that but I mean like I was just trying to figure out how believe to teach them how, do how to do it and they they basically didn't believe they could do it so they couldn't do it and um then like it reminds it so reminds me of uh oh so then some this guy in my dream what flew next to me and I don't remember what he looked like, but I remember he was kind of like a beautiful man. And he was like, well, you realize you can do this in wake time too. And you just have like, but there is actual machinery, you, you know? And, and I was like, oh yes, I remember the cones and the rods. And he was like, yes, the nano cones and the rods. And I was like, yeah, but I, I'm not an engineer. And he was like, well, you are, but yes, you're going to figure out the cones and the rods. And I was like, okay, yeah, cool. And that was it. Cool. But I, it, oh, so many dreams ago, uh, I had a dream where they showed me instructions of how like there was these nano, it's, we basically have to emulate the way that beetle bug wings like can levitate off of each other. We have to take that microscopically and then make it out of like little tiny magnetic nano cones and um like cones meaning the shape of an actual cone like a little hollow like ice cream cone except like very very nano and made out of magnet uh and then um basically it's almost like some sort of velcro but it you can you can use that in fabric that you can vibrate off the ions in the air and that's how we can fly in this this reality in the 3d so he says it's it's the technology within our our suits that we could have Right. That's what my dream person told me one time. So I, he just reminded me in my Peter Pan dream that like, oh, you could do it in, in your other life too. You just got to, right. Got the technology there. Yeah. Well, that's, that is great. And it's also, it kind of reminded me of your, the, you were telling people in your dream and they didn't believe you that they could do it. So therefore they couldn't do it because they didn't believe it. And then I kind of laughed at that. Like, yeah, they don't know that you could do anything in dreams. But then this guy was telling you that you could do that in real life. But then you have to be able to believe it, that you can make that, that technology. Right. If it's a technology that you could do it. So it's like they, they were having the same exact reaction. reaction. That we have. And he was and he was kind of like showing my, me my own hypocrisy because he's going like, exactly. well, you are an engineer, but you just don't know it or, can't, or don't believe you are. Yes. So you won't be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a great technology. I was thinking about that too, with with this whole COVID thing and like the flying and how how flying is going to change in the future, and also the impact that it, the amount of travel and right and on the environment exactly. So something has got to change, and I was thinking it would just be so much more convenient if we can just. I, I was thinking more along the lines of jets and cars, but like okay, flying also because I've talked to Sabine about this because he always is like, "Can I just get a jetpack?" I'm like, "Well, but it's, you just you ha you're gonna have to make it. You're gonna have to make it. Go to school. We're gonna have to do this and go to engineering so you can make it like plausible. They have them now, but like it needs to be so you could just get in it and fly over to New York when you want to visit family. You know, like so right. we're gonna be doing that technology. I feel like we have to go in some kind of direction that's gonna to fix the problem of the plane and the impact yeah so maybe. I, we we can't get stuck on automobiles and like our exactly. just because we built the infrastructure of the roads doesn't mean that they right. need to stay forever like right it's it's not 
is, is right. not. That's, that's what's keeping us back. I, I heard this once before. I was like, that is so true that people, the reason why we haven't gone further is because we've agreed, like we could actually do time travel or time space travel within this plane. Um, a lot, we could have done it a lot more quickly, except that we're actually stuck. We actually like our cars and we like traveling by car, at least as a collective. And that's the way we've done it. And that's the way we think we need to do it in order to get from point A to point B on a regular basis. So we're stuck in that. But like you said, if we just can get past that, we're, we don't have to use that model forever. Yeah. I mean, and whenever I've had those um, screen visions come over that are like that told me them the, of the builder race or whatever, the, whatever that is, I don't know what that is, right. but so whatever that is, it, 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 it basically has me take down all that infrastructure. Um, and there's, yeah. so I know that there's a way for us to get some places way more instantly and, uh, you know. Well, you're going in the right direction. I think by, you know, making this move on, on a personal level, I think that's going to be good because, you know, you're, you're going to be meeting people and uh, doors will be opening. And also the timing is just like, galactically and like you know astro um, astronomically the, yeah there's just lining up and you're going to be and everybody's going to be like starting to things will start to happen faster i feel like the shift is taking place very quickly the the great awakening or whatever you want to call it on an individual and collective levels people are just being like you know what we're making our future let's just do it let's just keep making our future the way we want to make it let's put it out there and it's going to come back we want the people around us that need to help to help us make that technology okay you're going to find those people right you know? yeah. yeah and i think everybody will start like doing that to find their own right like whatever their own yeah. thing yeah right and it'll be that'll be pretty cool i'm excited about that for sure 